welcome back to another episode of Brush with Brit. I'm your host, Brit, a dental hygienist who used to be a dental assistant, and I am here to help you through your dental journey, whatever that may be. Maybe you're thinking about dental hygiene, maybe you're thinking about dental assisting, maybe you're thinking about being a dentist, whatever it might be, I'm here to help. And in today's episode, I am so excited because I have not sat down by myself and talked to you guys in quite some time because I've been doing other episodes with other hygienists and I'm really excited to answer your guys' questions that you've been asking me over and over and over again in my DMs. And first off, I wanted to start with the burning question, should I be a dental assistant before I become a dental hygienist? And the easy answer or simple answer that I like to give to that is that if you know 100% in your heart that you want to be a dental hygienist, that is your goal, that is what you want to be, where you want to go in life, then go to school for that. Don't take the time to become a dental assistant, get a dental assisting job, work as a dental assistant, then start your journey to dental hygiene. This is just my personal opinion because for me, I actually did not know about the position of a dental hygienist. I went to dental offices that the dentists were always the ones who did the cleaning. So when I became a dental assistant, I had no idea what a dental hygienist was. So that was nowhere even in my mind. And once I became a dental assistant, I practiced for about two years or so before I started thinking, all right, like what else can I do? What can I do next? And that's when I started searching what good jobs could you get with an associate's degree. And it just so happened that dental hygienist was one of them. And that's when I decided, okay, I that's what I'm going to do. I'm already lined up. I'm a dental assistant. Let's do the next thing, dental hygiene. And I just went for it. And you know, dental assisting does help in dental hygiene school. Uh, Some people will say, oh, it just helps in the first semester. But for me personally, it helped more than just the first semester because I practiced so long. I practiced as an assistant for about almost eight years. And that didn't just stop in the first semester of dental hygiene school because I not only knew how to take x-rays, teeth numbers, restorations. I knew the flow of an office. I knew insurance. I knew how to talk to patients in the operatory. I was comfortable in the operatory. I was comfortable in sterilization. I was comfortable calling patients, making appointments, um, you know, taking payments even. Like there was so many things that I did in those years as a dental assistant that for me, it didn't just stop at the first semester of hygiene school. And it is a good a good way to start dental hygiene school. You know, you you have kind of one up on the first semester. It might be a little bit more easy, but not a whole lot because a lot of the information is still going to be very new. And, you know, for instance, I had, I think, five years of experience when I started dental hygiene school or six years. And... I still got a B in my radiology class, regardless of how many years I had taken x-rays, I still got a B in that class because it was so hard and they were so critical on every single x-ray that you took. So, 
being a dental assistant does help in hygiene school and it does help in the real life of being a dental hygienist as well because I had so much experience, but you don't have to be a dental assistant in order to become a dental hygienist. So there's going to be people who say, yes, be a dental assistant first. And then there's going to be other people who say, no, I became a dental hygienist right off the bat and it was perfectly fine for me, you know? So it really just depends on who you ask. But in my personal opinion, if you were to ask me, my first answer would be, if you know you want to be a hygienist, start going to school for that. Now, that leads me to the next question. Bachelor's degree versus associate's degree in dental hygiene. With an associate's degree, you're going to get that through community college. A bachelor's degree might be something you can also obtain through a a bachelor accredited program through a community college or a university. As far as pay... So if you work in a dental office as a dental hygienist, your pay as an associate's degree or a bachelor's degree is going to be the same. You most likely are not going to see a a pay difference regardless of your degree. And where it makes a difference is furthering your career. Let's say you want to be a sales representative. Let's say you wanted to get into research or you wanted to get into public health. Then those are things that are most likely going to require a bachelor's degree. Or maybe you want to be an instructor at a dental hygiene college. Then a bachelor's degree is most likely going to be needed in order to do that. But if what you want to do is clinical dental hygiene in a dental office, then an associate's degree will typically be just fine. Now let's talk about community college versus trade school. Trade school is usually going to be a lot more condensed, a lot shorter of a program, but it's also going to cost a lot more than community college. Community college is probably going to be around four years, whereas trade school might be around two years. And community college might, you know, be a less money depending on how you go about doing it. Um, the the community college programs typically tend to be a lot less than trade school. I personally took the community college route, so I did two years of prerequisite courses. Then I did two years of a dental hygiene program, and I got my associate's degree in dental hygiene. And from there, I decided, you know what? I want to go get my bachelor's degree in dental hygiene just because I already did four years. Why not do another program and get my bachelor's degree and get it over with? So I did another bachelor degree completion program. It was like a bridge program for dental hygienists who already have their associate's degree. And I got my bachelor's degree. So I not only have my associate's degree in dental hygiene, but I also have my bachelor's degree in dental hygiene. And I did it all through community college. If you are someone who is interested in trade school, that might be because you want to get it done really fast. You don't mind the financial um, situation that comes with trade school and you want to get in there and get it done. So it really just depends. Uh, most most employers don't necessarily care what your what school you're coming from for the most part. Uh, there might be some universities that they like to see, but for the most part, I, I think that they mostly just care that you have your dental hygiene license. And uh, yeah, as I said earlier, you know, if you have your associate's degree or your bachelor's degree, doesn't necessarily matter when it comes to clinical dental hygiene. All right, 
let's get into the juicy, juicy stuff. The tips for someone going into hygiene school. So these are going to be tips for somebody who is already accepted into the program and they are like three weeks away from starting dental hygiene school and you want to know what advice I would give to you. And the first thing is prepare to be busy. And by busy, I mean you are basically going to eat and breathe and live dental hygiene for the next two years of your life. So prepare yourself for that and just know that you are not going to have that much time for your social life for the next two years. And when they tell you to tell your family and friends this, they it's true. You should tell your family and friends like, I know these next two years are going to be very difficult. They're going to be hard for me. They're going to be hard for you because I'm just not going to have that much time to spend with you and to go out and do things. I'm going to have to miss birthdays and fun events and stuff like that. And that's just the way it has to be like, and you have to have family and friends that are supportive of that. And some of your friends and maybe even some of your family won't understand what you're going through. And I feel like most people do not understand hygiene school unless you've been through it yourself. So just tell them you love them and you don't, it's not that you don't like them and you don't want to be around them, but it's that school has to come first for the next two years of your life. Like you in school have to be at the forefront and you have to give yourself as much self-care as you can throughout those times because it is very, very stressful and you don't want to, you know, end up failing or dropping out or anything like that. So you need friends and family who are going to back you up and be like, you know what? It's okay if you miss my birthday this year, because I know two years from now, you're going to be a hygienist and you're going to get me such a good gift. <laughs> like you're going to make up for the time that you lost. And another thing is save as much money as you can. It's hard. You know, I I remember before I started hygiene school, I barely had money to save. But if you can, save a little extra on the side for the things that you might need. At the end of dental hygiene school, you have to pay for your boards and your law ethics exams and your license and all those things. So it adds up fast. So if you can save a little money on the side, it is so good and it will be helpful later on. And even for your days in school, I mean, there are some days like you just don't even have time to make yourself lunch. So you're going to find yourself eating out and you need a little cash for that. Be organized. Don't waste your time being messy. Like start off right. Have your binders, have your post-its, have your color-coded things, have your highlighters, have everything ready to go and be as organized as you can. Have a Google Docs just for school and organize the hell out of that thing from class to class and note to note, chapter to chapter. And that will help you so much. If you can, because you haven't started dental hygiene school yet, you're just thinking, hmm, what can I do to prepare? Maybe start learning your teeth numbers, but don't overwhelm yourself with that. Like that's just kind of a little helpful thing. And if you can figure that out beforehand, it just helps. Those are my tips for somebody going into hygiene school. Now, here we go for my tips for somebody who is in their first semester of hygiene school. So this means you have your backpack on, you have your scrubs on, you got your clogs or your new balances or whatever shoes you're wearing and you're starting dental hygiene school. Like you're walking into clinic today. (laughs) My first thing is prepare to be overwhelmed, especially on your first day. You're going to get loads of information and it's just going to be a lot. But ask questions. 
one of the biggest things in dental hygiene school is do not be afraid to ask a question. There's no such thing as a dumb question. And if anybody thinks that or makes you feel like you asked a dumb question, then that's on them. That's their problem, not yours, because a question is a good thing. And if you have one, you need to get the answer. Don't sit there in silence. Ask your questions. Write them down so you don't forget the answers. And see a counselor throughout your semesters to make sure that you are on track with everything, you're ready to go for graduation, you're not missing anything, there's no harm in seeing a counselor and just being like, hey, I just want to check in, make sure I'm up to date with everything, make sure I'm good. And as earlier we said, be organized. Keep that going. First semester, stay organized. Keep your things lined up and don't get messy do not procrastinate falling behind is the worst thing in hygiene school because you're already going to be stressed out and overwhelmed and then if you procrastinate that makes things 10 times worse so just don't do it set your alarms get your calendars ready get a calendar or a planner that you love so that you actually use it and stick to it One of the things I want you all to remember is that in hygiene school, you will not be perfect. And if you are perfect at everything, good for you. But I don't think that that's true because as a dental hygiene student, you are learning. We have to remember that there, like, there's beauty in learning. You're not going to be perfect at everything and that's okay. You weren't meant to be perfect because you're a student at this point. Like, you're not going to be perfect when you're learning a brand new skill and you're holding an instrument that you've never held in your life and you're death gripping it and you have a professor leaning over your shoulder, breathing down your neck and you're trying to take a test while you're sweating and like... it's crazy, you know, so you're not going to be perfect at that. And it's okay. You know, you might fail things along the way. You just might. I did. I failed a few things in dental hygiene school and it ate me alive because I just thought that I was going to be this perfect dental hygiene student. Why did I think that? I have no idea. But if I could have just told myself, it's okay if you fail, you're just going to retake it And you're going to hone in on that skill. You're going to practice that skill. And you're going to make sure you're the best at that skill that you failed. So if it happens to you, which it might, it's okay. It doesn't define your career as a hygienist. It doesn't define who you are as a hygienist. And you're going to learn from it. You're going to grow from it. And you'll most likely be better at that thing that you failed than anybody in your class. So that's a heads up on that one. It just like perfection isn't the goal. You know, the goal is to get these skills that you can while you're in hygiene school so that when you're in the real world and you're you're practicing, that then you can perfect that skill. You can practice it day in and day out. And by the end of the day, you're like, dang, like I'm good at that. I learned how to do it in hygiene school, but I perfected it in the operatory. And you have to remember too in dental hygiene school, making friends that are hygiene students is going to help you so much. One of the first things we did in my class was create a Facebook group page with all of us on it so that we could help each other. Maybe we forgot an assignment. Maybe we didn't get to write something down. And we all talked in the group message to help each other out. Maybe finding patience, you know, um, talking to one each other talking to one another and asking each other, hey, like, do you have a patient? My patient canceled. So talking to each other right off the bat is really going to help you. 
If you can also figure out your learning style before you even get into the hygiene program, it will save you so much time. If you already know how you learn best, that will get you through dental hygiene school so much easier. And also like having a computer and taking your notes on the computer helps a lot. I, at first, like I was just writing all of my notes and then I got a computer and started typing them and it was a game changer for me. So do that right off the bat. And The last thing I'm going to say is I know that you're excited that you just got into dental hygiene school and you think you're going to get absolutely all the knowledge you need and you're going to get most of it. You're going to get a lot of information in dental hygiene school, but our education does not stop at dental hygiene school. We have the base of knowledge when we graduate, but it will continue on after that. And it is up to us as hygienists to continue our education, to learn about research, to learn about new innovations and new technology, and to continue to keep growing and provide our patients with quality care and standard of care that they deserve. So don't think that dental hygiene school is the end of it because it's not. You'll get into the real world and you'll you'll find really fast that you still have so much to learn. And it's just important to remember that, you know, even no matter how many years of experience I have, I will never think that I know it all and that my education is done because it never stops because there's just new research always continuing to develop and we have to stay on top of that in order to provide the best care for our patients. Okay, so now you've made it into dental hygiene school and you've made it past semester one, two, three, four, however many there are. You made it past it, and you graduated. You took your boards on a live patient, on a mannequin. You took the long version of the written exam. You took the short version of the written exam. You took your lawn ethics, your local anesthetic. You did everything, and you got your license. Now, you're on Brush with Brit's dental hygiene page, and you want tips for your very first day of working as a clinical dental hygienist, okay? So I get this question all the time. What are my tips for your very first day as a dental hygienist in a private practice, in a corporate office, whatever it is? My first thing I want to reassure you you know how to clean teeth. You've been doing it. You just spent the last two years of your life doing it. So don't think in your head that you don't know how to clean teeth. You do. That's that's the first thing you know how to do. And even though you're going to say this is your first day of being a hygienist, it's not. You've been a hygienist this whole time. You've been learning and growing. Now you're just by yourself and you don't have a professor checking you and telling you to go scale a residual piece of calculus for 40 minutes. Okay, so you know how to clean teeth. You're just going to have to move a little faster, not second guess yourself, and not get a check by a professor. Have an idea of the sequence that you want to do. For instance, this is how my patient appointment goes. And we'll say the patient is overdue for x-rays and probing, okay, for, for this certain scenario. But I say, is there anything concerning you or hurting you or bothering you today? And typically the patient will say no. And I say, okay, perfect. Are you currently taking any medications? And then I go through and I review their medical history. 
Then from there, I'll take their blood pressure. After the blood pressure, I'll usually have them rinse for, with a pre-rinse for about 30 seconds. And then I say, okay, let's go ahead and update your x-rays. I update the x-rays, I open up my cassette, put their bib on, and I lean the back and I do my EOIO. And then I say, okay, we're gonna go ahead and update your gum measurements. I'll update the gum, gum measurements and then from there, I'll let them know of any findings. I'll hand them a mirror. Sometimes I'll do OHI at that point. And then I say, okay, we're gonna go ahead and start cleaning your teeth. And I will let the doctor know that we're ready for an exam and they'll come in once they're ready. Start cleaning their teeth. The doctor comes in, does the exam. And throughout this whole time, in between certain pauses, I'm writing my notes. And while I'm writing my notes, I'm saying, hey, any plans for the weekend? Oh, what, what's your day looking like today? Anything going on? Stuff like that, just try to make small talk and I'll be typing it into the notes as I'm doing it. So when I'm reviewing the medical history, I'm sitting with the patient, looking at the patient, talking to them. Then I go to the computer, type a little, take their blood pressure, throw that into the computer, take their x-rays, continue like that. So the whole time throughout the appointment, I'm getting their notes done. I'm not just avoiding the notes the whole time. Then when doctor comes in to do the exam, that's when I'm really putting in any specific details as far as like OHI or anything like that, that really needs uh, more note taking. That's when I put that in. And after doctor does the exam, I finish the cleaning, apply fluoride if needed, and ask the um, patient if they need a toothbrush for the day. And then also I will go ahead and book their appointment as well. So just having an idea in your head of the sequence that you're going to do and sticking to that will help you get through the day. And if you don't have any idea of your sequence, you can kind of take from mine and, and pick and choose what you want. Um, another thing is don't talk too much on your first day. On your first day, it's going to fly by. So you might just like keep the small talk to a minimum and just go as fast as you can. Um, you don't need to tell them it's your first day because it's not technically your first day. It's your first day being employed as a dental hygienist, but you've been learning how to do this the whole time. And if you're lost or confused, speak up, ask the other hygienist or ask the doctor or office manager, you know, don't be afraid to say you don't know something. They, they know it's your first day. They hired you and they know you're a new grad. So don't be afraid to speak up. You'll fall behind most likely, at least a little bit, probably most likely with your notes too. So, you know, don't beat yourself up about it. It's literally your first day and it gets better. I feel like it it probably takes about a year or so until you get really confident and good with the time. But there's still days where I even fall behind now and I'm like a year and a half in, but it gets better. Over time, you end up finding, oh, I actually have extra time with this patient or I have more time to talk to them. You know, just your first, I would say your first couple of months are probably a little bit rough as far as the timing go, but that's normal. And you might come across some things that aren't right as far as like, I don't know, sterilization or uh, not checking blood pressure or things like that. And when you are a new employee, it is that's when your time is to speak up. Like you started the job and if you don't say something at first, then it's just going to keep being practiced the same way that it's been practiced. So if it's your first day on the job and you're not checking anybody's blood pressure, at the end of the day, you should probably speak up and speak with the doctor or office manager about why that's not being taken and that you're not comfortable practicing that way because your license is at, at risk. And even with other things too, you know, like you can't be afraid to speak up because now you are a licensed healthcare provider and you're liable for things. So it's okay if you're a new grad, 
and you speak up. That's okay. It's not like the end of the world. And I know you, it might be scary at first, but you should protect your license and your patience. Um, you know, don't just let it go by and, and practice that same way over and over just because it's always been done that way. Um, we have to be the change as hygienists wherever we work. We have to be the ones to change things and, and not let it keep happening the way it's been happening for years. So if you run into that and you need some advice, feel free to hit me up on Instagram and we can chat about it. But I hope that this podcast brought you guys some insights to the questions that you are asking and I hope it helped in some way. Um, I love you guys so much and I appreciate all of the support that you are always showing me and I know that I've been slacking on the podcast a little bit but I will slowly but surely get back to it and push out more and more episodes for you guys and hopefully have some pretty um some pretty awesome uh speakers on here as well so little by little we are growing brush with brit and i am happy to be here with you guys and thank you so much for listening i hope you enjoyed this episode and until next time love you guys bye